Welcome to the Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. How many are ready to live free, right? Truth is what sets you free. Truth is what sets you free. Time heals. They say time heals. Time don't heal nothing. Jesus heals the brokenhearted. The truth is what sets you free. And we're about to dive into the truth of what God says about us. The truth about God's love about us. The truth about what he says. That is the only thing that is going to set us free. Come on. We are speaking these 31 confessions, these 31 scriptures, and we speak in them by faith, that we are children of God, that we are adopted in the family of God. Come on, that we are a new creation in Christ Jesus, that we are enough in him. Come on, right? These, how many, how many, we're on day 31. We are on day 31, going strong, right? We're going to go repeat, repeat, repeat. Are you guys enjoying these 31 confessions? Because let me tell you, they will transform your life. You are saved by grace, but you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's a difference. Yes, you are getting to heaven by the grace of God through faith. But how many are ready to live heaven on earth? We're going to start transforming, right? We're going to start transforming into who God says that we are. We're going to start having heaven on earth. But God's got to get it through you. He's got to get it through you. We got to transform the way we think. We got to transform the way we believe, the way we believe about ourselves. We got to transform our identity. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus, right? 2024 is the year of advancement. Come on, the year of advancement for Love Life Church. This is our year. Come on, say it with me. This is my year. Come on, this is our year. This is our year. This is the year of letting go of the past. How many are ready to let go of the past? Let go of that pain. Let go of those labels. Let go of the fear. Let go of rejection. Let go of it all. Let go of the past. Let go of everything that is keeping you bound. Let go of everything that is holding you back, right? That song says, when the, when the liar starts accusing the devil, he's in the accuser of the brethren. When that accuser starts getting real loud, you better start getting real loud with the word of God. If you're not getting real loud with anything else, you're going to start agreeing with the liar. You're going to start agreeing with that sickness and disease. You're going to start agreeing with that failure. You're going to start agreeing with everything that is not God's way of doing things. It is not God's best. How many are ready to advance and learn? right? Come to know God's best. Come to know God's way of doing things. Seek first the kingdom of God. God's kingdom is his way of doing things. This kingdom, man, we in this world, but we ain't of this world. We ain't of this world. That's right. Whatever can be happening here, we are of the kingdom of God. We are kingdom kids. Let's go. Learn your father. Get to meet him, right? We're letting go of the past. We're finally moving forward. How many of you know you got this vision board, the new year, you got these goals, right? How many are ready to achieve them, right? How many are ready to check some off this year, right? But that's what we're going to do. We're going to move forward, striving for consistency, not perfection. Man, this is game changer. Consistency, 
is key to the compound effect, to that transformation, to the change. You gotta stay consistent, not perfect. There's a difference, right? I have found a new way of eating. And let me tell you, I've been consistent for a year and a half. Not perfect, not perfect. Failed, fall, get back up, get back up. Consistency is key. A year and a half later, Bam, compound effect. And people are like, how are you doing that? How is it going? Can you show me? And I'm like, here, da, 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 da. And then they come back, how are you doing that? I can't do it for you. Right? I can't eat the food for you. I can't meal prep the food for you. You can't afford me. <laughs> Anyways, I got to do it myself. You got to put the work in. You've got to put the work in. You've got to stir the gift. You've got to get hungry. You've got to fan that flame. You've got to get hungry for the word. Transformation happens on the inside, and it will always manifest on the outside. Transformation happens on the inside. We are being transformed to who we truly are on the inside because Christ lives in me. Christ lives in you. He dwells in you. Come on. The same power that rose Christ from the dead lives in dwells in you. Whom shall we fear? No one, no thing, nobody. Let's go. We ain't afraid of nothing. Jesus says, don't be afraid, only believe. Don't be afraid, only believe. Only believe. Only believe what he said. Only believe the word of God. Only believe your new creation. Only believe that you are healed by the stripes of Jesus. Only believe that he is your provider and he is more than enough. Only believe that you deserve success. Only believe. Come on. How many are ready to start believing? Right? No more fear. Come on. Let's go. We're going to draw the line. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. How many know fear is knocking? Fear is knocking everywhere you go. Fear is knocking. No, we're not going to be bound by fear. We are set free. No more bound. Let's go. We're getting revelation of the word of God. Getting a revelation of who we are in Christ. Because without him, we can do nothing. But let me tell you, we are never without him. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. But it's a good reminder to remind yourself, humble yourself, and you're going to be real humbled real quick. Without him, I can do nothing, absolutely nothing. Every day that I'm alive, I got that deep hunger. I need him. I'm in him, and I am never without him. Never without him. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. How many are ready to strive for consistency? Consistency. Consistently speaking our I am's. Consistently confessing who we are in Christ Jesus. And let me tell you, finally you're going to get that revelation and start walking it out. Walking like I talk it. Hey, we're going to walk it. We're going to be walking like Jesus, talking like Jesus, taking authority like Jesus. Ready? Let's go. No more fear consistency not perfection getting back up when we fall it's not if it's when we will trip up but we get back up we keep our eyes up keep our eyes up Jesus we got to keep our eyes on Jesus we got to keep our eyes on him the moment we start focusing on us the moment we start focusing on our problems the moment we we start focusing on our circumstances we fall we fail we trip up because we can't do it without him keep your eyes on Jesus he said you're going to get through to the other side he says we are going to the other side can you only believe do not be afraid only believe only believe 
He said it, we're getting through to the other side. He said we're advancing, we're going to stay focused on advancing, right? Get back up, get back up. It's not if, it's when. We think that when we get in this Christian walk, we're never going to fail. We will fail, but we get back up. Put our trust, put our faith, put our confidence in him. Yes, we will fail. He never fails. He already conquered the grave, right? Get back up. Moving forward. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep at it. Just keep believing and speaking. Having some improvement. Growing up and putting away childish things. How many are ready to put away childish things? We're not going to be the generation that never wants to grow up. No, we want to grow up. Why? Because God's got plans and he's got purpose and he's got vision and he's got so much for us because we need to show a generation. We need to show them. Stop talking, stop preaching and show them what it looks like to grow up. Show them what it looks like to take authority and walk in maturity as a Christian, as a believer. Show them. Walk it like you talk it. They are mimicking us. And we're wondering, why is this generation a mess? Because you trained them. Why are these, why are these Gen Zs? Why are these millennials? You the parents. Why, why, why? Shut up. Let's grow up and let's show them the way. We're going to show them that God loves them. He's got a plan. And put away childish things. Put away childish things. Right? Time to man up, woman up, level up. Put, come on, we're going to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. It's time to put on our new creation. It's time to put on that we are a child of God. Come on, it's time to put on the armor of God. And we got to learn who we are. We got to come to know, come to know. We got to come in agreement, come in agreement with what God says. We have to surrender, surrender our will to his will being done. We got to get off the throne of our life and put King Jesus on the throne. His way, his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let's go. If y'all didn't know, now you know. I came already. Sometimes I scare me. Girl, calm down. I can't calm down. I'm excited. I'm passionate. The world is after a generation. And it's not just old people. I mean, it's not just young people. It's old, young, everybody. And it doesn't matter how old you are. They're like this. Challenge yourself to not be on that. Challenge yourself to have a face-to-face conversation. This generation just wants somebody to connect with them. They will go and spend hours in line at a Dutch bros because somebody's going to get in their car and be like, hey, bro, what's up? What you want? How's it going? How's the vibes in the car? So you want a sugar mocha latte latte with extra, extra energy plus strawberry? Sure. They will stay in that line for an hour just because somebody's going to connect with them. How about it be you? How about it be us? How about we mentor? How about we do the will of God and win the lost and make disciples? And that includes our home and our kids and this generation. Let's go. I'm fired up. I'm pumped up because they need us. What do they need us to do? Put away childish things. Grow up in the kingdom. Grow up in the word of God. Growing up in who we are in Christ. No guilt, no condemnation, no, no shame. Just change. Just change. Change isn't change until it's changed. Let's change right now. Change is not hard. It's not difficult. It's just new. It's just new. Come on, we're going to stay fresh, stay new by changing, by advancing, by putting on the Lord Jesus Christ and having transformation in every area of our life, spirit, soul, and body. 
You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in this body. We're going to have transformation, spirit, soul, and body. Not just superficial. All of our goals are about a transformed body. Who cares about your body? Level up in your spirit and your soul and the body will follow. The body will follow. Change starts on the inside, starting with our identity. Our identity has to be transformed into the image of Christ. Our identity has to be transformed into our new creation. Our identity has to be transformed into who God says that we are, right? For change to last, it has to become your identity. Why do you think they got TikTok and they got these shorts? So that they can get these ideas to us again and again and again and again. And what does it do? Transforms their identity. They're molding and shaping a generation. This is your identity. This is your identity. And you identify as this. I identify as a new creation in Christ Jesus. Come on. I'm in my new creation era. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. New creation. For change to last, it's got to become your identity. We have to undergo a complete metamorphosis in the way we believe and speak about ourselves. We got, to, we got to undergo a complete transformation, a complete metamorphosis by coming into agreement with what God says about us. We're going to go from the caterpillar to the butterfly, from the worm on the ground to flying and soaring when we come into agreement with what God says about us. He says that we are healed by the stripes of Jesus. He said that he is our provider. He says that we are a new creation. He says that we are loved, that we are chosen, that we are valuable. Come on. He says, he says, we're going to align. We're going to undergo a complete metamorphosis. Coming into agreement takes surrender. How many are ready to surrender your will? Let's go. Surrender your will. Coming into agreement takes submission. Don't be afraid of that word. Coming under authority is the best thing that will ever happen to you. Why? Because you got a covering. You got a covering. You got a covering. You're covered by the word. You're covered by Jesus. You're covered by the shepherds, the pastors. Let's go. Covered by the anointing. Coming into agreement, it takes faith. We walk in this thing by faith. Coming to agreement, it takes trust. Can you trust Jesus? Can you trust his way of doing things? He says, given it will be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. We're like, give what? Huh? I'm going to keep, and it will keep being mine. How's that going for you? No, we're going to trust his way of doing things. We're going to believe his way of doing things. Coming to agreement takes belief. And that creates lasting transformation. Lasting transformation is what we all truly desire, right? For this transformation to last. We don't want to lose 10 pounds and gain 20. We don't want to lose one habit and, and gain, we, you know, people quit smoking and they start overeating. No thanks. We want it to be all good. We want it to be all good. Transformation that lasts. We're going to be transforming into our new creation, right? We are saved by grace through faith. And we are transformed by the renewing of our beliefs in Christ Jesus. We are transforming the way we believe. Because what you believe, you speak. What you believe, you speak. You want to know what you believe about something? Listen to yourself. Sometimes you're like, ooh. Sounds a little trashy. Sounds a little nasty. Change the way you believe. Change your belief system to align up with the word of God, right? we got to change our beliefs. Jesus said in Mark, he's like, don't be afraid. Only believe. Only believe. Can you believe in me, 
only believe. Look at your neighbor and say, only believe. Only believe. Only believe. In the hard times, only believe. And in the good times, only believe. Let me tell you, you got to trust God in the good and the bad. Right? we got to trust God always. Transformation starts with our belief system changing. we got to change our belief system and being transformed by the renewing of our mind. Do you even know what you believe? Do you know what you believe? This is what the world is checkmating you. This is what the devil is asking. What do you believe? Did God say? Did God say? Did God say? Did God say? He said to Eve, did God say? And she added a little bit. He said to Jesus, did God say? And Jesus said the word. Jesus spoke the word. We need to be like Jesus, right? We need to be like Jesus speaking the word. Do you know what you believe in? Do you know what do you believe about God? Do you believe he's angry, old man, ready to get you, send fire and lightning to strike you down? What do you believe? What do you believe about Jesus? Come on. What do you believe about the resurrection? Come on. Do you believe Jesus took your sin, took your judgment, took your payment to the cross and paid it in full? Come on. Rose again. What do you believe about the Holy Spirit? What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about love? That God is love? Are you going to let the world tell you love is love? And it's complicated and messy. No, God is love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is long suffering. And all the married people said, amen. We've been suffering long for a long time. You do it again and again. The singles ask, I'm like, how do you know if you found a good one? Find you one you could suffer long with. Then you know you got a good one. And hopefully he loves Jesus too, you know, not just suffering. What do you believe about love? What do you believe about the Bible? It's old, irrelevant, passed away, or it's alive. And it's alive in you and you're a walking testimony. You're a walking letter. You're a walking epistle. Come on, you are walking it out. What do you believe about healing? That it doesn't belong to you? That you're not good enough? That you don't deserve it? Or do you believe by the stripes of Jesus you are healed? We need to ask ourselves, what do we, what do we believe? Because when the storms come, and when the rain comes, and when the wave comes, are you founded on the rock? Are you founded on sand? What do you believe? What do you believe? What do you believe? Come on, what do you believe about prosperity and generosity? Do you believe God is your provider? Do you believe he gives seed to the sower or to the hoarder? What do you believe? Come on. We need to know what we believe so that we can be founded on the rock. This I am's is we're building a foundation to know what we believe. So then when the winds come and the storms come and when the world comes and says, what do you believe about this? I don't know. We got to know. We got to know what we believe. We got to know what God's word says, right? What do you believe about family? The family unit, that it's dysfunctional, that it's made up of a bunch of people. <laughs> we need to look to what God's word says about the family unit. We need to learn to, to learn about what God says about husbands and wives and the children and, and submission and love and respect and honor and discipline. We need to know what God's word says, the picture that he gives us. What do you believe? Come on, what do you believe? What are your belief systems founded on? Are they founded on your past? Are they founded on your upbringing? 
Come on, are they founded on your culture? Are they founded on your era, your generation? Are they founded on your education? What are your belief systems founded on? What are your belief systems founded on? Because they better be founded on the rock Jesus, right? This world is ever-changing, its standards are ever-degrading, and it's all over this place. Every era, every generation just getting less and less and wacky and wacky, right? The only thing that will never change is the Word, the Word of God. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And let me tell you, Jesus is the Word, and He is alive in us. The Word is alive in us. The word needs to come alive. We got to walk it out. Wake up, generation. Wake up to who you are and what's available inside of you. That power and authority. Walk. Come on, we're supposed to be taking dominion. Not being captive, not being slaves. No, we got to walk in this authority. Jesus is the word and he is alive. He literally comes to live inside of us. He's dwelling inside of us. That's the transformation in our spirit. Jesus is living with you. In the spirit, you're perfect. In the spirit, you are one with God. We just got to renew our mind. We got to renew our soul. We got to renew our emotions. We got to renew our belief system. And that body better line up to the promises of, of his precious promises. Come on, they're yes and amen that we are healed by the stripes of Jesus. Walking in authority, taking authority. He literally comes to live in us. He is empowering us from the inside out. You are never alone. You're not doing this on your own. We are empowered by him. Come on. We've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer us who live, but Christ who lives in us. And the life we now live in this flesh, we live it in faith. Come on. By the son of God who lives in us and he gave himself for us. Right? As born again believers, Christ lives in us and we live in him we just need to put on christ we need to put on christ and be transformed into his image be transformed into his likeness are you guys ready jesus walking around taking authority taking dominion healing the sick healing the brokenhearted we should be doing the same we should be doing the same. We're empowered with the Holy Spirit. We got to wake up to the power inside of us. We need to put on Christ and be transformed. Remember, you're saved by grace. You are getting to heaven. How many are ready to manifest heaven on earth? We got to be transformed by the renewing of our belief system. We got to be transformed by renewing our mind to what does God say? What does God's word say about this situation, about my relationships, about my money, about my, about my family, about my health? What does God's word say? That's transforming. That's transforming. Taking out our old belief system, our old way of doing things, putting in God's way of doing things. God's way of doing things. Remember, you're saved by grace, but we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. Paul said in Ephesians 2, 4, but God, being so very rich in mercy, because of his great and wonderful love with which he loved us, even when we were spiritually dead and separated from him because of our sin nature, he made us spiritually alive together with Christ. For by his grace, 
his undeserved favor and mercy, you have been saved from God's judgment. And he raised us up together with him when we believed. When did this happen? When you believed. When you believed, he raised, when you believed, right that moment, you received Jesus, you believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth, that's when you believed. And seated us with him in heavenly places because we are in Christ Jesus. We are in him. God sees you as he sees the son because he is the head and we are the body. We are in him. Salvation has nothing to do with you. Salvation is a gift from God. Transformation is putting into action that salvation. This is where we put away childish things. This is where we grow up. And this is where the church is missing it. Yes, I'm saved, I'm saved, but we look like the world, we talk like the world, we act like the world, we go through the same trash that the world goes through, we go through the same storms, and we are a hot mess, and everybody's like, why would I want your God when you look like me, act like me, talk like me, want to be me? This is what's going on. No, we got to rise up, wake up. Wake up, fam. We got to wake up to who we are. We got to grow up. Salvation has nothing to do with you. It's a gift from God. You are saved by grace. But transformation has everything to do with renewing your mind, renewing your mind, putting on Christ, putting on Christ, putting on that armor of God, having victory in every area of your life. And when you've done all to stand, you keep on standing. Let's go. When you've done all to stand, you keep on standing. It doesn't matter if the situation never changed. You will never change. You will never change your belief that God is good, that he is faithful, that he is the healer, that he is your provider. And when that storm is pushing against your faith, pushing against your faith, don't lose faith. Keep faith. Keep your stance. We believe. We agree. It is finished. When Jesus says it was finished, it was finished. We believe. Come on. Transformations putting into action, that's salvation. That's sozo life. Paul said in Ephesians 2.8, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is a gift from God, not of works. This is not about your works to receive salvation. That is a gift, lest anyone should boast. We are saved by grace through faith, not by our actions, but by the grace of God. Amen? But by the grace of God. God's grace makes salvation available to us, and our faith takes possession of that salvation. Our faith takes it. Grace makes it. Faith takes it. We have to take action. We have to receive what belongs to us. We got to stand in faith. Come on. We got to get aggressive. We got to stand in faith, taking possession of that salvation. Salvation is all-inclusive. Whole, complete, lacking nothing. Come on. All inclusive. Faith is receiving that salvation by believing in our hearts and confessing with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. We believe in our heart. We confess with our mouth that we are healed, that we are loved, that we are chosen. Come on, that we are more than a we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We believe and we speak. We believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth. Jesus is Lord. Paul said in Romans 10, 9 and 10, 
Because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, Jesus is what? Come on, he's Lord, recognizing his power, recognizing his authority, recognizing his majesty of God, right? And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. For with the heart a person believes. Why do you think God is always after your heart? And why do you think money is always after your heart? It's just exposing where your heart is. More money, more problems. God gives seed to the sower. Get that seed in the ground. With your heart, a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in our justification. That's, that is being made righteous. We are in right standing with God, being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God. And with our mouth. We acknowledge and confess our faith openly. We acknowledge and confess boldly that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is Savior, that Jesus is King, that Jesus is alive. Come on. Resulting in our confirming our salvation. Jesus is Lord. I am no longer the Lord of my life, right? It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Christ who lives in us. And this life we now live in this body, what do we do? We live it by faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith. God's grace makes that salvation available to us. And our faith takes possession of that salvation. Now walk out your salvation. Ready? Work out your salvation. You're not saved by works. You're saved by grace. But it's time to work it out. It's time for this, that, that word that everybody hates. Exercise. We got to work it out. We got to put it into action. Because if we truly believed it, we'll walk in it. Take possession of it. Take ownership and responsibility for it. Let's go. We're going to work out our salvation. This is the transformation of our belief systems. We got to transform our belief system, trading our old belief system with God's way of doing things. That's transformation. The only way that transformation is going to change is when you change what you believe. It becomes your identity, right? Trading our old belief system, believing in our heart and confessing with our mouth, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Believing in our heart and confessing with our mouth that in Christ we are a new creation. In Christ we are a new person. In Christ we have a new identity. In Christ we have a new nature. In Christ we have a new purpose. In Christ we have been adopted into the family of God. In Christ we are a child of God. In Christ we have a new inheritance. In Christ, come on, we're believing this with our heart that in Christ and we're confessing this with our mouth. Come on, we're prophesying this. Let's speak it out. Let's stop agreeing 
agreeing with the enemy, stop agreeing with the accuser, stop agreeing with the lies, stop agreeing with the doctor's report, and we're going to speak the word. We're going to prophesy the word. We're going to speak who we are. We're going to come into agreement and align our belief system with the word of God, the kingdom of God, right? In Christ, we're a chosen people. In Christ, we are empowered. Now walk out your salvation and work out your salvation and put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said in Philippians 2.12, So then, my dear ones, just as you have always obeyed my instruction with enthusiasm, not only in my presence, and all the parents said, amen, obeying your parents, your spiritual parents, right? Obeying them, and not just obeying, but enjoying it. He says enthusiasm. They got great joy. They're excited. Not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Continue to work out your salvation. That is cultivated. Bring it into full effect. Actively pursue spiritual maturity with awe, inspired fear, reverence, honor, trembling. Man, growing up, let me tell you, I had some awe, fear, trembling of the belt. All my dad, I said, girls, yes, whatever, he, whenever he said, he said it from his belly, girls, we just stopped, froze. Whatever we were doing, we knew it was wrong. You're in the back of the van, girls, you knew his arm can't reach back there, but you had some of that awe, reverence. Come on, we're going to bring honor back. Let's go. Have some honor for the word. Have some honor, reverence. For God and his word. Let's go. With awe-inspired fear and trembling, using serious caution, critical self-evaluation, no guilt, no shame, just change. To avoid anything that might offend God or discredit the name of Christ. 13. For it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you, both to will and to work. That is, he is strengthening you, he is energizing you, right, and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. That's that joy, that's that excitement, right? God's grace makes the salvation available to us, and our faith takes possession of that salvation. It's time to work out our salvation. It's time to walk out our salvation, advancing in 2024. Letting go of the past, letting go of the failures, having advancement, moving forward. Progress is progress. Growth is growth. It's seed, time, and harvest. Don't give up in the time because you are about to produce the greatest fruit of your life. You are about to produce that increase that you have been believing God for. Don't give up. Don't give in. Take heart. Take confidence. Trust in him. Only believe. Only believe. Only believe. Come on, striving for consistency and not perfection. Getting back up when you fall. Encouraging yourself in the word. Encouraging yourself with the scriptures and these confessions, right? Putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. How do we put on the Lord Jesus Christ? We put on the Lord Jesus Christ by renewing our mind. That's why we did this 31-day challenge. And do this 31-day challenge because tomorrow's February 1st. Let me tell you, day one. Day two, day three, 
you got 31 days again and again and again. And if there's 28, whatever, add some extras. Oh, it's a leap year. Yeah, let's go. I am a new person in Christ. I am a new creation in Christ, putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. This isn't some spooky stuff. No, we're putting on the word. Literally put it on like you put on your clothes. And thank God you all put on some clothes today. That's important. Just like you teach them toddlers to put on clothes, we're going to teach them to put on Christ. Put on your new creation. Get dressed in love. Let's go. Put on your new self. Growing up, having transformation in every area of our life, spirit, soul, and body. For it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you, both to will and to work. Man, he is, he's creating that, he's giving you that desire to serve him. We're over here, God, give me the desires of my heart. He's giving you the desire to do his will, to fulfill his will. God, give me that house and give me that car. He's putting that desire in you to fulfill his will. Train your mind, train your brain, train your belief system to the word of God. Strengthen you, energizing you, creating in you the longing and the ability Come on, the best thing you could ever do is get planted in the house of God, planted to flourish, bring your nothing to him, and planted here. Let me tell you, he'll bring out those gifts that are already in you, right? The ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. You are empowered to do great. You are empowered to be great, right? we got to be great for the kingdom of God. Make the great exchange. Everything he paid for at the cross, receive it all. Be transformed, right, advancing in every area of our lives, spirit, soul, and body. Come on, identity transformed. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Y'all receive something tonight? Amen, amen. I love you guys so much. I am so excited for this year. We just getting started. Love you guys. Have a great night. We'll see you all on Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.